Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and get started now. You know, we bonded over our love of reality TV. the world needs to hear what we have to say. We are still watching this train wreck of a show. Am I going to continue watching it? Absolutely. Like, there's no question about it. I absolutely want to take part in this train wreck every single week. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Just Peachy, presented by Sensibly Loud Media. I am here after I just told Caitlin I consumed a very odd, odd combination of foods before we jumped on here, and I don't exactly feel bad about it. Good. No <laughs> regrets. Not even a letter. No. <laughs> so I get, you know, we, we, we've, we've been recording this on Wednesdays, and it's pretty much as soon as I get home from the office. I know you're typically home, um, but... I like, I'm like, I just want to get out of the way when I get home from work, but I'm also like awkwardly hungry. It's like kind of dinner time, but not really. And now with this pregnancy, I feel like I'm just constantly hungry naturally. So I just consumed probably the last eighth, eighth, I don't know, maybe I don't want to say eighth of a bag, but of like a normal, like crunchy Cheetos bag, I just ate the bottom portion of it like there's still quite a bit of cheetos i just shoved those in my mouth and then i ate two (laughs) so you know at the grocery store when you like walk in there's like the bakery section and they have those cookies that people either love or they hate they're like oh they're the loft house cookies they're like soft like yes okay i love them um and i shoved two of those in my mouth and then i also am drinking my caffeine-free diet dr pepper on top of that so amen Oh, yes. Yes. See, you know how I, I, this is such a horrible way of justifying it, but like when, when I get down to like the bottom of like the bag or like I open up like a bag of like chips or something like that. And there's like an eighth of a bag left. I'm like, I'm not going to eat a serving size and then put like three chips back. I'm going to eat the rest of the bag. Like it just makes sense. And that the reason why I do that is because Austin will, like nibble and then leave like two chips left in the bag and put it back and it drives me up the wall. I'm like finish the dang bag. Like yeah. it's not because that hard yeah, then it leaves yeah just not even a normal portion. Well, I'm like I'm serving. not like so okay. I don't feel so bad about myself. No, that is just that's efficiency. Okay, if nothing else. Well, I have been just slamming Andy's mints. <laughs> Yum. And like I threw like one of those clementine oranges in there, so I wouldn't feel as bad. <laughs> those so are delicious hungry. too yeah i know oh i just so it's great so okay well i don't know i feel like maybe maybe your babies are going through growth spurts or something because i feel like our hunger kind of ramps up with that yeah i haven't really been as hungry until like the past like week i'd say i mean i've been hungry Same. but like it's just been i feel like it's been obnoxious and i'm like i can't help myself because we also bought um since i guess it's like mardi gras time um mm-hmm. we bought the bluebell like Mardi Gras King's cake oh, I ice to cream. Try that. Oh my god, it's so good. I've had a bowl every night the past like we're almost done with our the tub that we bought and we <laughs> had it on on Friday. So, I guess it's been almost let's see, we've had it like maybe 4 or 5 days and it's already almost gone. <laughs> but it's fine. That's okay. It's fine. I will share something 
I think probably even more embarrassing if it'll make you feel better. I think, did I talk about this on the last podcast? I don't remember if I did. Correct me if I did. But um, Austin and I went to Costco, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And he found this like, you know, Costco size bag of Doritos. And I told him, I was like, listen, if you buy that bag, we're eating it all like fast. So we can't buy that because we have no self-control. You know this. Every time we buy a bag of Doritos, it's gone in like two days. And he's like, no, no, no. We'll get it. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Well, sure shit. Yep. Day and a half later, th- that thing is gone. So <laughs> I mean, just sit there and rage on it. Oh my gosh. Yes. So okay. this past weekend, um, I didn't go to, Co- I don't remember what I was doing, but I, I didn't go to Costco with them. And, um, Austin was there with his, his brother and he picked, he sent me a picture of the, like the, the Dorito section. And I was just like, no, no, <laughs> he's like, it. I think I might. And then apparently my brother-in-law told him, so, you know, an entire bag of those things is about 5,000 calories, oh right? Stop. <laughs> oh my God. So we did not pick up Doritos this week on our, our Costco excursion, but, um, I'm just finding other ways. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I feel like I start out okay. Like, I usually do, like, some cottage cheese and fruit for breakfast. But it's, like, getting to the point where I need, like, a protein bar or something else on top of that. Yeah. I'm just so hungry. I know. Mm. So hungry. Um, And, <clears throat> it, it, like, all the things you read, too, because it's like, oh, you're eating for two. I'm like, it's not real. I mean, no. Yes, but no. And it's like, not you're really, really only supposed to pregnant people are really apparently only supposed to consume like 200 more calories per day than you'll well, than normal. I already passed that. I'm like, my oh, well, oops. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's fine. It's I know. Fine. Well, that's what drives me crazy. And like, cause I have very well meeting, you know, people in my family that are like, oh, you're eating for two. You can finish off whatever is left of this. And I said, no, that's how people get to be obese when they're <laughs> pregnant. Like, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> oh god yeah oh man but anyway well how have things been did you do anything exciting this weekend I'll fill you in on my task this past weekend that kind of failed but how Uh how was yours um how did yours fail I think I know what you're talking about but I don't know how yours would fail Uh, um mine was fine I don't really I didn't really do a whole lot I just kind of hung out around here Austin and uh his dad and brother went golfing. So I went and worked out while they did that. And then, um, we just kind of watched movies. We've been watching a lot on Netflix. Oh, there, I mean, we can talk about this later too. I don't want to get too sidetracked, but there's a, there's a documentary series or docu-series on Netflix now called babies. Oh, and I want to watch that. Did you start? It's really it? good. Okay, I haven't it's watched really it good. yet. I don't think Justin yeah. wants to watch it with me necessarily. I don't know if Austin is watching it with you. He kind of, he has fallen asleep in the middle of it. So it's very like scientifically based, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, and like the episodes are like 45 minutes to 50 minutes long, but, um, anyway, like it takes on different, like things that relate to babies, like how they learn to walk, like feeding, sleeping, language formation, like stuff like that. So it's like really interesting, interesting. stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm, there's babies in it and they're all really cute. So, <laughs> you get to, so, um, anyway, we started that and, um, we were going to go play tennis on Sunday, but it started raining. So then we just ended up watching more TV. So not too exciting. Nothing What'd you do? So I think I had mentioned last week it, or last week on the pod that we were having our crib and dresser and changing tape, like topper and all that being delivered. Um, 
this past weekend. And so on Saturday, I um, it, it came in the morning. It, it arrived from where we ordered it from at like 11 or so in the morning. We're like, okay, like we're going to tackle this today. We're going to get it. This is our we day. Yeah. Moved all the stuff. I think we had mentioned last week, all the stuff from the nursery and moved it downstairs. And so that room is for the most part empty, ready for furniture. And when we bought this set, we were told that we knew upfront that the crib was not going to be assembled, that we would have to do that. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. fine. No big deal. It's like, oh no, but the dresser 100% will be assembled. And like the changing topper is just going to come and We'll pop it right on top of the dresser. Easy peasy. Hell no. That dresser did not come assembled either. So oh, we were no. like, okay, crap. Well, we've got two things to assemble. Not like we're in any rush. Like we still have what, like four well, months. But it's like one more thing that you weren't expecting to do. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, crap. So we started on the dresser on Saturday and it's not hard. Like assembling furniture is not hard, but like the instructions sometimes can be confusing i am not good either at when they give you like kind of like the 3d like diagram of like they write out the instructions and they show you the picture of like okay this screw goes in here and they have all the like dotted lines and like it's the way that it's imaged like my mind can't wrap around that and so justin's like trying to explain like do you see this part has to be turned this way this is turned this way and i'm like i don't see that i don't understand i don't know do you know what i'm talking about like i just can't like wrap my head around it for some reason it's like my brain is not wasn't there a friends way? episode on Ikea furniture or something like that? Like they were trying to put Ikea furniture together. There was an episode. They were trying to bring a, ch- a the couch up the stairs. I don't know oh, if that's what you're I've seen that one. Okay. That's not what I was. There must be another TV show that I was watching where they're like putting together Ikea furniture, but oh. yeah. Okay. But it I mean, and this is nicer than Ikea furniture, but there's still just like a yeah, lot of sure, little parts sure. and like, it's just, there's just so many steps and it's like, okay. Yeah. So we did, we got through like, I'd say 75% of it on Saturday and it was like, okay, like, We'll finish this in the morning, then we'll start on the crib. So we got up on Sunday. It's like, okay, let's start on this. So we were getting very close to the very end of it. And it was like, I put in the very first drawer that we had configured into it. And then I put in the second one, and there's this huge gap, like, in between the drawers. And I was like, I don't think there's supposed to be a huge, like, gap in between them. Um, And so we're looking at pictures of it, like, that we had taken at the store. We're like, no, there's, like, definitely not a gap there. I'm like, oh, God, like, I wonder if we're just, like there's something that I'm missing to, to put in here. Uh, come to find out, I totally skipped a step <laughs> back. Oh, there no. was like nine steps. And within each of the steps, you know, there's like 16 sub steps, A, B and C and yes. all that. Yeah. And in step number three of the nine, I had totally like, just, I'm blaming it on being pregnant. 100%. Because my job, Justin was like assembling stuff and I helped him here and there, but he was like, I don't want you doing too much. He was like, so you're in charge of the instructions, handing me pieces. And I was like, okay. So I, I fucked up on that. And so we had to take the entire thing back apart again no. and start at the beginning. Cause there's no way to get this other part, oh. these other parts in there. I, I thought I was going to start crying, but I didn't. I, I was would pr- have. I was proud oh my of gosh. myself for not crying, but like crying more because number one, it's frustrating. But number two, I know Justin was so pissed at me and like he was being really nice about it, but it's, you mm-hmm. can just tell from someone's demeanor when like yeah. they are upset. And I kept saying like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. But like here and there would like groan a little bit or like, you know, like sigh, yeah. like doing stuff. And I'm like, I was like, just like, are you mad at me? Like, just tell, I was like, I would rather you like yell at me and get it out. And then us move on than me just sitting here like, Oh my God, I know he's so pissed at me. And he was like, Would, oh, you, would you rather me yell at you? And I was like, No. Actually, <laughs> Actually no. no. <laughs> Never mind. Um, it was fine. It was, it ended up taking like another hour 
anyways, it we got it done, but we did not right. start. We did not start on the crib though, and that's a this weekend project which we did not plan on. So anyway, oh my gosh. that was. That was my weekend. I was very I'm tired. So sorry. It's okay. It's not that big of a deal. But at the time I was like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen Aww. to me ever. <laughs> Over dramatic. I've totally been there with Austin though. I don't remember what it was, but like, it was just like one of those situations where I made a stupid mistake. He knew I felt bad about it and he was visibly frustrated. I knew that he was frustrated with me, but he's doing everything in his power to like stay calm and not be, yeah, not make matters worse by being mad at me. But I yep. felt bad that I made him mad. Yes, that's <laughs> that exactly I how up, it so. was. He was like, I'm not going to yell at my pregnant wife. Like, yeah. we're sorry. The it's honest fine. mistake. Yeah. yeah. But still, I was like, I feel so bad. So, <laughs> so, so bad. Anyway, that was my eventful weekend. So um, then we got into Bachelor on Monday. This oh, stupid. gosh. This I episode. mean, this episode. And it's another frustrating part is we don't even know who goes home yet yeah so cool although I have my predictions I still have no idea what happens but I have like my own mind concocting what I think is going to happen but they make it seem like it's going one direction at the end of this episode with they make it seem like Madison is for sure leaving um Mm -hmm. which we can we can dive into all of that but I was jealous that they went to Australia I've always wanted to go to Australia but then it's like and then you feel bad because you you know have had all the fires and stuff too. So it's it was kind of like a now weird, where they are, but yeah, that's true. But um, I think I think that would be a really cool place to go. I would love to go. Yeah, my uh, my brother and sister in law are talking about taking the honeymoon out there. They have like a couple different places they're looking at, but one of them was Australia, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. I want to go so bad. You too. <laughs> um, but this this is we touched on this last week, and correct me if I'm wrong. So. They have all the girls stay together, right? But did you tell me last week that that was kind of a front? Or am I making something up where you were like... No, because like I read a couple different theories on it. Because there's a lot of different people that were like, no, they can't actually make them stay together. They wouldn't do that. And then people are like, yes, they would do that. And they did end up doing that. Yeah, because I was like, it's what it seemed like they ended up staying together. So I was like, wait, am I just like... I, I didn't know like which was true. But I was like, it seems like they genuinely made them stay together. I don't know if it was like a suite type situation where they had like three rooms off of like a main like yeah. you know communal area or something, but I would they were definitely so. like in the same because I mean like they all like walked into like the same area Awkward. around it, the same yeah. time. It seemed like none of them actually knew that that was going to happen. Yeah, either. I felt bad for them. I was like, God, oh, that's horrible. Well, because the ex- this was the first time that's ever had happened. So the expectation is after you go on hometown dates, like you don't see each other. You don't see the other girls again. Again yeah. until like rose ceremony time but like you don't spend time with them because it's getting way more serious that's so uncomfortable and i mean they did this on purpose and i think they did this on purpose to make madison uncomfortable 100 percent. but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves so it started off which we ended last week where madison pulled peter aside after the rose ceremony and so they started off with that conversation this week and this was a very weird conversation I was really confused. Like there, most of the Madison and Peter, like serious interactions in this episode, I was very confused about because it was a lot of beating around the bush. Yes. And not getting down to like the meat of like what the issue is between them. Exactly. What I was really, I was, I was frustrated with her. Um, and I will, we'll talk about our opinions on this, this whole thing as it, it goes on. But at this point in time, I was a little frustrated with her but also trying to put myself in her shoes and it's a really awkward thing to talk about with someone 
But yes, she was just like silent for so long and just kept saying like, um, um, yeah. and Peter was like, you're really like, what spit it out? What are you trying to tell me? And she, this would have been the perfect time for her to bring up the fact that she's saving herself for marriage. Like she didn't clarify. She basically told him like, if you have sex with anybody, it's going to be really hard for me to move forward with you. And he was trying to clarify with her. He was like, so you were saying, if I do this, you will 100% leave. leave." And she couldn't like articulate. I mean, I mean, it's just going to be really hard. It would just be very hard. And it's like, so are you, I mean, it's like, you got to make up your mind because that's a pretty serious thing to put out there on the table for somebody. I don't know. He's and yeah, they just, left it very vague when they very left ambiguous. that conversation where it just, and she basically was like, I don't want to give you an ultimatum on this, but like actions speak louder than words. And he's like, wait, so like, I, I you don't if like I do like you are for sure leaving. And she just, she couldn't give him a straight answer. And so to me, if I were Peter and I left that conversation, it's, <laughs> and I don't know. It was just, it was, I, I felt bad kind of, for both of them and it was just it was so uncomfortable yeah it was really bad so anyway um Ugh. that I was just very it was stressing me out that conversation um so then they go to Australia and just figure out that they're all living together and that's just awkward and my favorite is when they're like how was your hometown and Victoria F was like it was good <laughs> Oh, like oh was it okay oh my gosh so awkward um but yeah they're it was all, so good it yeah but just the silence in the room where they're all sitting there and it's like but oh so you bad don't, you have to talk about something but it's like there's a huge elephant in the room you're both all I don't know it's just so uncomfortable um so then Peter comes in and takes Hannah Ann on the first date so it's just left with Madison and Victoria to sit there and think about what are they doing on their date? Is he have his P and her V right now? I don't know. I know. Oh my God. Well, the producers are such messy bitches because they made the order of this date to where Madison would be last. Absolutely. So. Like this was 100% orchestrated by the producers. Like they wanted, it seemed like they wanted to do her dirty. Uh-huh. It really did. Like they wanted to get a reaction out of her. And it, I mean, it worked. It yeah. Did. I felt really bad for her. I thought she mostly did a good job of keeping it together. As yeah, best she as could, best she could. Um, anyway, so they like decide that the, uh, Hannah Ann and Peter like decide they're gonna imitate an Australian accent. They're like, we're gonna talk in an Australian accent the rest of the day, and I'm like, please don't, please <laughs> just don't. It lasted all of one sentence, which I was yeah. fine with. It's fine um, by me. So yes. they decide uh, that they're gonna go ride jet skis, and Hannah Ann's like, we're living life. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh no! no. God. And this, this same, this was, I mean, it was just a pretty typical boring date to me. They rode jet skis. Yeah. I didn't really get much out of it, to be honest. They rode jet skis. They told each other, or Peter ended up telling Hannah Ann, like, your dad told me I can't, like, to not tell you I'm falling in love with you unless I meant it. And he was like, and then I told you anyway. So that should make you feel good. (laughs) So, and then, um, they, that was fine. Whatever they make out on the beach and then their jet skis and, I don't, it's just, just I, I get super uncomfortable when I start watching these scenes, especially when you can like hear them making noise. It's like sucking face. Yes, yeah. It's so gross. Uh, <laughs> then when they go to dinner that night, she sits there and basically tells Peter, you know what? 
I understand like the premise of what's happening right now. And she, without telling him like, you can go have sex with other girls. He, she basically is like, it's totally like, I'll be here at the end. Like you do what you got to do. Go do them. It'll be fine. As long as it's me at the end of this. I know. I was kind of surprised by that. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It, it came across almost like she was trying to be like the cool girl. She's like yes. not putting up a fight about it, but it just seems calculated. Like, it, and I'm like, are you really though? Like, are you really okay with him going in at the end of the day, sleeping with other girls? Like it's one thing to know in the back of your mind that it's happening, but it's another thing to like vocalize to a dude that you plan on hopefully at the end of this being engaged to and getting married to and telling him like, yes, please go. Like I'm in love with you and I've told you I'm in love with you. Please go have sex with other people. It's fine. I just thought it was super bizarre. Um, Yeah. I thought that was really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and then their fantasy sweet date. I'm like, I don't want to watch your steamy makeout session with your like Titanic. It's like Titanic hand part two. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Do you think they had sex? I think they did just because just going based on like how Peter was with Hannah Brown and granted, like their chemistry was totally different. Like, I think that they still have a lot of chemistry I don't know if the chemistry is the same between him and Hannah Ann, but I feel like they probably did just based on how Hannah Ann reacted to Madison talking to her later in the episode. (laughs) Yeah. And I think so too, if she's over here telling you like, it's probably fine, it's fine for you to go sleep with other girls. I bet she probably is like, well, he needs to get a taste of me too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um, But what was weird is they did not show them like the morning after. You know what I mean? No, they didn't. And like, it was, Usually they do that on, huh. they did that when we get to Victoria F state, they showed them the next morning in bed right. together, but they didn't show that with Hannah, which I thought was interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Not that that Maybe says Hannah spent the night in like the hot tub that she was so in love with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but meanwhile, Victoria F is kind of like rubbing the fantasy suite date that Hannah Ann's on in Madison's face. Kind of mm-hmm. like, what do you think they're doing right now? Like just being, yeah really kind of shitty about it I don't know yeah I know and it's I don't I couldn't tell from these conversations I'm wondering if Victoria and Hannah Ann know that Madison is saving her like as a virgin like I don't know if they know necessarily they didn't really show Madison opening up to them about that but I think it came up basically that she's like I'd be uncomfortable if we slept with anybody but I don't know if they know the extent of it did she say anything about it to Hannah Ann? Like when they had their little one-on-one time when Victoria F was on her date? I know that, I don't know if she said anything about her like personally, but I know that she told her like, I told Peter I would be uncomfortable if he slept with anyone else and Hannah Ann sitting there like. <laughs> I know, she's just kind of like, Ugh. Yeah, and I, I just wonder if it would have made more sense for the other girls. Not that I think that they would care that much but I just feel like if it was put in that context maybe they would understand her a little bit better rather than just being like this bitch is trying to tell my boyfriend he can't sleep with me yeah you know but yeah when uh well I guess this is later on when Hannah and Victoria are talking basically about Madison and we'll we'll get to that but uh so Hannah Ann comes back and they're like oh how was your date I'm like this is so uncomfortable like hey guys we slept together last night multiple times (laughs) Not gonna yeah. say that. She was just like, it was good. It was good. Uh-huh. But anyway, Victoria F gets ready for her date, and Madison's still like clearly upset because like she knows like that the order is just stacked against mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. So yep. 
anyway, Peter and Victoria F meet in like this park kind of setup. Yeah. And um, he's like, I don't really want to focus on our last conversation, which is interesting because like the last time they talked, it was pretty explosive. Yes. So he just kind of like shoves it under the rug and is like, how about a helicopter ride? So, But then he tells, he tells her too, like, that he's on her side. So I'm like, wait, are you saying you don't believe? You don't believe all these other women that have come out? Like, yeah. I guess, okay, whatever. Sure, you're on her side. All I'm thinking while I'm watching this is you're doing whatever you can to get her back to the hotel room so you can bang her. That's yep. the only reason she's here is so you can sleep with her. Yep, exactly. Anyways, so yeah, they go on their little helicopter ride and find a, a waterfall and go and have, go and sit at this waterfall and have and have champagne and yeah and they have a conversation i mean i don't even really remember what happened in this conversation but it's basically just like he was like it really meant a lot that you came you know to my hotel room after we had our had our blowout it just it just made me feel so much more confident in us i'm like did it really that was it i know and she's like i'm worried you're gonna give up on me because we're not communicating well and i was watching this with austin he and i are both like if you have bad communication, like that bodes horribly for your relationship. That is like one of the number one things you yep. need to have on point in your, in a strong relationship. <laughs> so, um, anyway, and then she makes a comment like, Oh my gosh, we haven't even thought yet. Like, oh my oh, God. Wow. I know. Oh, it's, it's probably going to come. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then they go to dinner and they discuss more. They're like, we really need to talk more about communication. That needs to be discussed more. I'm like, yeah, it actually does. Uh-huh. Um, and then this is when he's like, like, why are you the way that you are? <laughs> Basically, like, why are you the way that you are? And she goes into this really weird story. And I did not understand the like correlation here, but she talks about how like her last relationship was like, she dated someone for like three and a half years and he never like asked her how she felt about things. And so then now that Peter like asks her how she's feeling, she gets defensive and doesn't know what to do. And so that, that makes make her sense a bad to me. I feel like no. if you were never given that, wouldn't that be a breath of fresh air for you? Yes. For someone to be like, well, how do you think, or what do you think about this? Or how do you feel about this? I just, it doesn't make sense to me either. I feel like I, she's just, I was like, you're just trying to bullshit your way through something that this makes like you're, your reasoning behind this makes zero sense. Like you just, it makes absolutely no sense. Um, and so Peter is like, well, I can't have you walking away every time that a conversation gets like, he's like that I'm asking you your opinion or like we're discussing something like you can't just walk away. And like, I don't know. And Peter's and let's ask, and I think he was like grilling her a little bit more about this relationship. And she start, and she starts then more to get even more defensive about it. She's like, well, I just can't give you clearly. I can't give you the answer that you want. Like, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what's oh coming from this conversation. I was like, oh, you're spiraling again. Like you, <laughs> I don't understand you. Ugh. It, I don't even remember how, but they somehow came out of that conversation. Somehow, fine. Yeah. I because he, he gave her the fancy sweet invitation and they like show up and it's like this red room with like candles everywhere. She's just like, oh my gosh, this is so sweet. Yeah. I'm thinking like, yeah, oh, this is a red room. Okay. So he's like, yeah, girl, you ready to get down into some freaky shit? Because that's what's happening here. <laughs> I know you got it in you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But yeah, then they, because <clears throat> then they show them the next morning and they're all like, oh, we just really needed this time together. Like, this is just so great. And like, it, I don't know. It just felt, it felt super weird. I 
I was okay. I don't know what it is about this season. I think like, like last season when Peter was on Hannah's season, I, I didn't think Peter was like unattractive. I I thought he was like, he was attractive. He's not really my type, but like, I thought he was like fine. Mm -hmm. But like now when I'm like seeing him, like without a shirt, like in bed, like I'm just like, (laughs) like, I'm grossed out by him. I don't know what it is. I'm just like, and so, and like Austin kind of is too. He's such a jerk because like, we're sitting there watching it. He's like, Oh, did you see that? He like rewinds the show and pauses it where you can see his nipple. He's like that right. There's a bitchy nipple. Okay. <laughs> a bitchy nipple. I want to yeah. know what his definition of a bitchy nipple. Like I didn't pay attention. He's like, he doesn't have like a, a single hair on his <laughs> entire body. Like <laughs> anyway, that's really like, funny. You rewound the show to show me that. And he's like, yes. I'm like, I really didn't need to see that. Oh my God. So, that's so anyway, funny. Victoria F kind of leaves and she's like doing this like pseudo walk of shame and her like crop top and like leggings and stuff. And I'm like, God. Hey okay, girl. But like it pans back to Madison and Hannah Ann and Madison kind of breaks down what she told Peter. So again, she, I guess she still hasn't really revealed that she's saving herself for marriage. So then Hannah Ann's like, well, this is just madness is what she said. Yes. So like, well, it's not nice. But like, I just remember her like kind of like narrowing her eyes at at Madison one time. She's just like, "Hmm." (laughs) I know. I I thought that was actually really funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So then Victoria comes back and it's awkward again in the room. Um, Now it's Madison's turn and they start off just fine. Like they just don't even discuss the conversation they had right after that last rose ceremony. It's like, it didn't happen. They're just going to go into this date as if, you know, we're going to spend the day together when maybe we'll talk serious later, which they get into. But Mm -hmm. this date I was, I was, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when they were going to, I thought that they were literally, when he said we have to like climb this building, I thought they meant like they were going to have like suction cups, like climbing a building and not like uh-huh. walking upstairs. So I'm sure it was still scary. Like walking up those like rackety scares, st- scares, rackety stairs up that building. But I was like, Oh, I feel like I could have done that. Yeah. But I thought that they were making her on like, these dates like you know they always do those fear dates I thought they were doing her uh, giving her a dirty one <laughs> when yeah. the other two anyways so we're super easy I know yeah. I still probably like because I have a thing with heights like that would have scared the shit out of me like, I don't know oh, I'm even sure. though you're like clipped in and you got like this whole suit on and everything like there's I, I would have just been clinging to that guardrail <laughs> true I know I'm like I say that but I it, anyway but they have like all these like of course they have all these like climbing metaphors that they're throwing out. Of course, yes. But they seem like they had a fine, a fine time together. It seemed like they had a lot of fun. It seemed like it was going great. But we all knew that they had this looming conversation that they were going to have to get to that night. So we get to dinner, and this is when. So Peter's the one that brings it up first, <laughs> oddly enough, because he's probably still thinking like, what the hell did she mean by that? So. He basically asked her, what do you mean? What did you mean by what you told me? And so this is when she starts going into opening up to him about how she's saving herself for marriage. And this is where we've talked about it before. And you're the one who brought it up initially about how people are trying to compare Madison to Luke P. And I went back and watched the clip of when Luke was having this pretty similar-ish conversation with Hannah about 
if she slept with somebody, it would be hard. Like he would probably get up and walk away, which is essentially what Madison was saying too. But it was all about the delivery. So Madison, Mm -hmm. what she was trying to convey to him was like, this is my beliefs. This is how I am. Like I, you know, when I, I've been, I was, um, you know, I don't remember how long ago that she decided that this was something she was doing for herself. Um, and it's just something that she's always kind of expected. Like, I don't know, just like the respect from someone and just like in this situation, you know, just thinking about basically him having sex with someone like right around the time that they're going to get engaged. Like it just, that's just kind of goes against like her morals, her values and whatnot. And she was like, I don't necessarily like expect that, like for you to think the same way that I do, but I just want you to understand that this is how I feel. And this is why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting. And she was very articulate in the way she was expressing herself where with Luke P he was being very like demoralizing. He was being very, he was like, well, he was making it seem that anybody who had sex before marriage was a terrible person. And she was not making it seem like that way. She's like, you have your own. She's like, this is what I decided for myself personally. Yeah, She was making it all about like her and not looping him in and making him feel like he was a terrible person. But at the end of the day, she was like, it would be very hard for me if you have had sex with somebody to move forward with this. Um, and I don't know. I, I understand what she's saying at the end of the day, what she's asking of him is not that bizarre. It's really Mm not. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but I'll just kind of spew mine and then I'll let you tell me yours. Yeah. It's not a odd request for her Mm -hmm. to ask this of someone what is a little what I think that she could have done a little bit differently she needed to have brought this up sooner like Mm -hmm. not wait until fantasy suite date nights like she should have brought this up to him and she should have had this conversation about how she's saving herself for marriage I don't know a couple at least a couple of weeks before like even probably before they even went to hometowns just so like she he knew what he was getting himself into and he knew far in advance like hey if we get to the point where like we are on fantasy sweet nights. Like, you know, well in advance, like how I feel about this. So, you know, if you do go and sleep with someone else, it's going oh to yeah. impact me. She waited a little bit too long, <clears throat> but it's not. And people, the other argument I'm hearing people say is, well, you're going on, you went on the bachelor. Like you knew what you, you were getting yourself into, which is true. Like true. You know that, but you, the lead does not have to sleep with everybody. Exactly. He does not. And, and leads have not. And leads have not. Exactly. So I'm like, it's not like it's a requirement that you're going to do that with every single girl. At this point, in my mind, most of the leads probably know who a front runner is. Uh And to me, he had already heard from Madison, like, hey, even though she was super vague about it and didn't go about it the right way, she alluded to the fact if you sleep with somebody else, it's going to like really be hard for me to move forward. He did it anyway. And Mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, if he knew that Madison was going to be it at the end. Just don't fucking sleep with anybody else. Like, don't do yeah. it. If you had the idea that like it would upset her, don't do that. Or if like you're just not sure on any of the girls, just like just leave that out of it. I don't know. I so I understand where Hannah's coming or not Hannah. I understand where Madison's coming from, and I kind of am more on her side on this than I thought I was going to be than I am with Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I think you and I are mostly on the same page. I think that. That was kind of my, my first thought was like, well, you did cho- choose to go on a reality show where you knew that the fantasy suites were a big part of it. And then, you know, then we kind of go back to like Colton and Sean and, 
you know, I, I guess um, there have been some virgin bachelorettes and that kind of thing. And they didn't necessarily sleep with people. So it's like you said, it, it doesn't have to be used for that time. So I think what it boils down to for me is she didn't necessarily give him an ultimatum. I don't feel like I think yeah. she tried, you know, not very successfully to express kind of how she felt about it. But at the end of the day, like if he ended up sleeping with those other two girls and he's just not that into her. Yeah. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. And if that that's it, what it is, then she rightfully should move on. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I'm proud of her for even going on national TV and still standing up for what she feels is right for her. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people would succumb to that pressure. And I think that's why she's struggling so much to articulate her stance on it is because she does feel pressured, but she knows, you know, deep down she's got this conviction that she really doesn't want to go that direction. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I just, then- I felt like, I mean, she even said in the, in the episode, she said that, you know, the ball's in his court, he can decide what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he, he chose to have sex with the other girls and that's just, I know. And that's, see that to me, like I said, you said that tells a lot about it. And it, what what was odd to me is like his reaction when she got up from the table and like walked away and like he started to cry and he went to her and like his reaction was like begging her like please don't go like do not go yep. to me I'm like the way that he's reacting to it makes me think that like Madison was his front runner and I'm like if she truly was why the hell would you go and sleep with these other girls I agree he called her bluff and then she walked away yeah. ultimately so it's yeah. like that's on you buddy yeah <laughs> so I'm like if she truly was like your your front runner like you basically showed her that you value you getting some punani above. Mm-hmm. And to me, it almost, it almost seemed like he felt like he was entitled to it. I yes. don't know. Like he felt like because it was offered to him and he is the bachelor, he should take advantage of that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, not necessarily. I feel like if, if someone really does love you and you say to that person that you're falling for them. And I, I really believe that Hannah, not Hannah, um, that uh, Madison is his front runner. I think that they probably have the strongest connection out of anybody left. And after this, after his reaction to it, I was like, she is for sure like top of his mind. And then that's when I'm getting frustrated. I'm like, then why did you do that? I know it's stupid. I I think it was a bad move on his part. And I mean, we know that he's kind of a passionate guy. He was with Hannah, obviously, obviously. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I don't feel like that excuses it. I feel like he should have the maturity to look at the other girls and just, Maybe not even, you don't even have to say, you know, I feel more strongly for one person or another to say, Hey, I'd rather use this time to just spend time alone and get to talk about things that we can't talk about on camera. Exactly. Cause yeah, people are probably like, Oh, well, fantasy suites. Like it's like alluded to that. You have to be intimate with someone. And also what's odd is he didn't say he had sex with someone. He said he was intimate. So I don't know. That's a good point. Who knows? I was wondering about that too. I'm like, I wonder if he's trying to dance around the whole like semantics of like, if he was to, you know, have sex with somebody, I don't remember what Madison, how Madison put it exactly. But, um, I wonder if he feels like, (laughs) well, I didn't put the P in the V, but we did other things. So therefore it's not exactly. (laughs) I know. I don't know. But I mean, so they, it ended the episode where we don't really know. She just kind of walked away. Like they, they stood there, like he was crying, she was crying, they were hugging and like, he was begging her, like, please don't go. Like, don't like, just begging like vivid like vividly begging her like do not go but she walks away and to me they left it to where I'm like up to the viewers like 
I guess how they interpret it. It could either be she's like walking away, leaving the show, or they just like she's not staying in it overnight with him, and she's just walking away and like has to think about stuff. I don't know. I have a feeling she's probably leaving the show, but I, I also jump to conclusions. So. I know there's it could go it could go so many ways, but they show in the preview too that they start off with the rose ceremony next week and both Victoria and Hannah are there and everyone's like, where's Madison? Where is yeah. Madison? So I'm like, are they trying to make you think like she is gone or is she going to show up? Like, and they're just making it seem like she's, I know. Well, and I think that like either Hannah and Victoria, I can't remember which one, but one of them was like, well, I don't want to just win by default. Like just because she's, <laughs> I mean, like, well, yeah. So, and- some I, I saw this online that someone also made a good point kind of referencing back to Colton season last year. So this was the the final three. This is when Cassie walked away. And oh, this yeah. is when his whole like he jumped a fence for her. Like he canceled the whole show. Like he was like done with the other two and like ran after her. He, Peter didn't do that. Like he he has the power to like just stop everything. If Madison truly is his number one, just to be like, I'm done. Like you're it. Let's go on. And, like run away together type of thing but yeah who knows that could happen to, i mean i don't know it's Actually, so good yeah it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because i guess next week we have the women tell all yes. and then we have the finale the week after yeah which i'm excited for the women tell all did you i am too i heard um that the producers did not invite kelly kelly is not that's what i've heard all. too and i'm kind of pissed about it i think that's which- really shitty of them it's, it's so bizarre to me. Like she would is like one of the one girls I would be interested in hearing from because she was one of the most normal, like normal girls on the show. Yep. <laughs> so I know that's so I crazy. think that's why they're like, oh, she's not messy enough. So we'll just keep it. Yeah. The crazies. But yeah, so. um, I will say and I, I think I might have referenced this on the last episode. So I apologize again if I'm repeating myself. But like Reality Steve has said like Victoria F is the contestant that he's gotten the most negative mm-hmm. comments on out of anybody in the history of the show. Yes. So I read another account this week of another girl that was bullied by her in middle school and high school. Like she had oh, a that Reddit school. thread. Uh huh. I saw that. Yes. Oh awful. my gosh. Like awful. Insane. So, so yeah. I'm like, it's just there's not been one. I've not read one positive like yeah, thing of someone like coming to her defense. It's all been negative. I'm like, this is so crazy. So, I mean, at some point, like I know she's like, she's still like on the show and I don't think she's obvious. I hope she's not the last person Peter chooses. My God, can you imagine? Oh, um, but she's got to, at some point be able to come out and like talk about all this stuff. So I'll be very interested to see what she has to say for herself because she can't yeah. talk about it right now. So, well, I guess she won't be on the women's hall all. So, no. so we won't get anything from her there, which is frustrating. Cause I feel like the women would like probably go in on her. I so know. I know. So oh, that's annoying. Oh man. So. Yeah. So that's next. So yeah, next, ne- next week, I guess they'll do the portion of the rose ceremony at the very beginning of next week and then go into women tell all, or maybe they won't even do the rose ceremony and it's just women tell all next week. I have no I idea. I have a feeling it'll probably just be women tell all. Yeah. I don't and know. then they'll probably make the last week like another two night yeah. event. Yeah, probably. possibly three night if they want to be. Oh my god! Or it'll it. be like two nights, but both three hours long. Yes. <laughs> Good oh lord! My gosh. Well, so. um, before we move on, I know we have a couple of the random stuff, but related to Bachelor though, 
they showed that preview for requesting seniors to apply. I'm here for it, man. I think that's so cute. I think that I would love that because you would not have all of the like 22 year old drama. Like you would, I don't know what the age, I wonder what the age cutoff would be for seniors to be a senior. I know. I was wondering that too. I'm like, are we talking like 50s? Are you talking 60s and above? 60s. Yeah. I mean, like, whatever. I don't know. I think it's a great idea because you have life experience, you've had your career maybe been married before, maybe have, have kids. kids. Yeah. You know, so I, I feel like it has the potential to be more of a genuine yes. connection than like a, a fame seeking type thing. I agree. I'm like, I would be so excited for that. And hopefully it wouldn't disappoint. <laughs> but, yeah, I hope not. But yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Cause like, I haven't seen any advertisements for it until they just did the one little like preview. Like if you're a senior and looking for love here, come and apply. So I saw that same preview or like that same um, picture, like on Reddit, like a month or two ago. And I, I brushed it off because I thought it was like a joke. I was like, there's no way that they would do this, but yeah, apparently it's real, which I'm, I'm cool with. So I'm totally fine with, um, and then, uh, then they also have that other show coming out that starts like the, like three weeks from now where it's like the bachelor, but it's all musicians coming on and they're like teaming up together and singing and finding love. It's previewing or like airing in like March, I guess in between it's what they have to fill between the bachelor and bachelorette is my guess. And they are milking this franchise for all it's worth, man. It's this is crazy. It's so much. And I'm like, do I really want to watch this? I don't know. I haven't decided if it's worth my time. It's I'm probably, not sure it's probably not worth my time. And I probably have better things to watch than that. Such as love is blind. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which we will talk about next week because yeah, we'll talk about it next week, but it's messy and garbage and I love it. Oh my, I, I'm like, I almost like this more than the bachelor babies. Cause it's something new, but we'll get in. Yeah. We'll get into it next week. Cause they, they drop the finale tomorrow on Netflix and I'm two episodes behind right now. So it'll be over and we can talk. I about will it say like, have you ever watched married at first sight? No. Okay. Oh, wait. It's kind of similar no. to that. Yeah, no, no, no. I have not. I have not. Okay. Well, yes. similar concepts, but yeah. I find it very interesting. Um, I do too. Okay, real real quick, I'm reminding everyone that our show today is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. You just have to go to audibletrial.com slash SLM and look through all of their selections of audio programs. You can download a title for free and start listening at audibletrial.com slash SLM. Okay, and then in other reality TV news, which is not shocking, actually. You're one who sent this to me yesterday that Leanne Locken is officially off of Real Housewives of Dallas. Can I say Ding I'm shocked? Dong, the witch is dead. No, I am not Gosh. shocked. Um, I think everybody saw this coming. I think if that she were to return, I don't, the, that franchise probably would have been done because there would have been so much uproar from people. I agree. I mean, people are already upset that people were like on the show were covering for her. Yes. So I'm wondering um, with her, I'm wondering if there's going to be anybody else that's not on the season next year. Who I'm curious who they're going to bring in. But before we get into that, I find it very interesting that, so she quote unquote left this, decided to leave the show on her own. No, there's no way that, that for a second. That like, show was everything to her. It's like Vicky. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, to me, maybe they gave her that they were like, look, you, we can either do this the easy way or the hard way. Like you're gone mm-hmm. no matter what you can leave on a high, 
a high note, if you want to call it that, and you announce you're leaving and leaving the show on your own, or we'll just boot your ass anyway. We'll fire you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure it's going to come out at some point, like, no, like she was asked to leave the show and she just tried to do it as gracefully as possible. There's just no way that they would have kept her around. I saw on Carrie Duber's stories or she did like an Instagram live or something yesterday. Somebody had commented about, is it true that Leanne's leaving? And she goes, yep, fired. Just like I was. <laughs> so, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I know. I kind of yeah. miss Carrie a little bit. I do too. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess my thought now is like, who's going to be the villain? I know. So, I mean, it could be Cameron. It could be Carrie uh, Brittingham. It yeah. could be, I don't know. I don't think there's any way they can angle like Stephanie or even really Brandy being a villain. Um, no, they're too innocuous. Deandra, probably uh, not. No, I, I saw something today where they, it's rumored that there's two new cast members coming on. Okay. And I'll have to see. I, I just followed them on Instagram. One is Jennifer Long, and then one is Dr. Is it? Oh, it's Tiffany Moon, hmm. which I'm a, a huge fan of Tiffany Moon. So. Like, I don't know who that is. Who is okay. she? Well, I just learned who she is today, and I've just said that I'm obsessed with <laughs> okay. her. So I, really, I really hope they pick her. But um, she is an anesthesiologist that works out at Parkland. So she does like trauma. And I think lung anesthesia or something like that. Hmm. But she's super pretty and like smart and funny. And so I don't think she'll be a villain, but I think that she would be a great addition just from just in terms of entertainment. I think yeah. she'll be, I don't know, kind of, I'm hoping maybe she'll be a little bit kind of like a Heather Dubrow, like classy, you know, funny. Yeah. Kind of brings it up a, a level or something. But um, then Jennifer Long, I think is a friend of Cameron's. So we know she's loaded. Yeah. Looks like she is a realtor. Um, she was a model at one point. So right. anyway, you know. Leanne, to more. me, she was always not to, like that this show is like super supposed to be like, very superficial, but it also kind of is. It's supposed to be about like the elite of the city and like Leanne just. She's not. She's not. She didn't have money. She doesn't That's 100% have like. right. Like that's not, she was already kind of like an, I don't want to say an oddball, but kind of like just in like the general, like real housewives franchise, like typical profiles. Like she didn't really fit that mold to begin with. She just, she brought a lot of drama. I totally agree. I think that's the only reason they, they kept her on is because she brought the drama because like she, yeah, she, she didn't like, she wasn't born into Dallas society, like Cam or I guess Cam kind of married her way in, but like. You know, I mean, I, I even like I love Brandy. Don't get me wrong, but I even feel like Brandy is kind of a stretch for like, yeah, the quote unquote elite. Because I mean, you look at like other franchises like Beverly Hills or mm-hmm. um, New York or New Jersey, and like kind of like I mean, if you yep. just look at it from like a net worth standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm not sure that you yeah. know. And again, that doesn't necessarily matter. I love Brandy, but. Yeah, um, a lot. I, apparently, a lot of people are coming out against Brandy because uh, apparently she had a video on Instagram that was uh, that was taken down. I think it was on her stories or yes. something like that. But um, Steve, the wedding planner for uh, Leanne's wedding, found it and aired it, and it's her, I guess, making some sort of racist comment mm-hmm. or 
time that I think jokingly talking yeah. about how she has Chinese eyes or something yes. like that. So yeah, it was yeah because that's it. Maybe we didn't talk about it on this podcast, but she went to her like off to like a wasn't like she went to like a spa, to, like, a wellness therapy, yeah, or wellness something. center. Yeah, yeah, to think things through. I don't know. So I don't know. I, know. I thought that was iffy. I'm like Brandy, I love you, but that's not like necessarily the correct yeah. way to handle this. But that's fine. So. Um, so yeah. And then, oh, cause I was like, what housewives do we have? So Jersey is probably almost done. And then New York uh-huh. starts next month or in April. I think. I think so. I think it's in April. Yeah. And then I guess we won't have, cause all the other ones like just recently ended. So I don't know. Yeah. I think at that point we'll probably have Southern charm come back in May. If I was guessing, I saw that they like stopped well like I don't think that they're like canceling the show but from and I could be totally misspeaking but from what, I, what I've seen is like they had been filming and it was apparently like really boring <laughs> like they had like oh, nothing wow. going on so I don't know if they like stopped production and they're like trying to get new cast members or or what it was exactly so I really don't know if Southern Charm will pop back up oh that'd be such a bummer I love Southern I Charm love so Southern much Charm. Vanderpump Rolls has been on I've been watching Vanderpump Rolls which I love it's been iffy they're about next week is jackson britney's wedding on vanderpump i know Rose. i'll watch it just for that like and I'm, yeah. i haven't even really caught or kept up with vanderpump rules at all but i'll watch it for the wedding the, the wedding. wedding was epic yes um and then i don't know what else is on i said we'll have to if i we'll talk about love is blind next week i'm excited for that we so. will <laughs> and i will say that like I was skeptical whenever Netflix started re- releasing reality shows because they have another reality show called The Circle. Yes, and I have not watched that. Have you? Okay, that is worth watching and okay. like, it's all on there. Okay. And like like Austin and I were just bored one night and we we're just like, whatever, we'll put this on in the background while we're on our phones. And we got like sucked into it. It's actually really good. So. Okay. okay, I'll add that to my list then. So yeah, Netflix reality shows are not bad. So Good to know. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well... I think that's about it for this week when we can wrap up with our peach pit and juicy peach of the week. Do you have a pit? I have a pit. <laughs> Mine's pretty much what we already talked about is just always being hungry. <laughs> I just feel like I'm a bottomless pit and um, it's hard because I'm trying to eat healthy. But I really want chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so It's hard. The, the, the positive thing about Austin, I love Austin, don't get me wrong, but like the positive thing about him being away is I have a lot more autonomy over like cooking and mm-hmm. what I can choose to eat because yes. he's not like, let's do this for dinner or let's just go get this. And so it's just a lot It makes it better. Easier. Yeah. Nope. I get it. As I'm most likely making tortellini tonight, which is not really that healthy. But okay. well. Justin is just in the process of throwing a frozen pizza in our oven for us yes. to eat after this. So it's not healthy either. After I just consumed Cheetos and cookies and I'll probably have ice cream tonight. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my pit, it's more like a story and it's kind of funny and it's like kind of gross but it's like, I think it's more funny and it's just, my, our dog is like, he's so embarrassed. So, um, so this was on, I think Monday. Yeah. It was two days ago. So I get, uh, since Justin has started a new function at work, like I've been getting home before him when typically he would have gotten home before me, um, when he was in his other role. So usually like by the time, like I used to have gotten home, he had already had the, the pets fed. Like everyone was like settled down, but now like that's on me. So our dog is super hyper when he, <laughs> when I first get home and like, he's just jumping around the, like everywhere. So I hurry and like fed him 
and fed our cat. And I sat down and he like ran over to me by the couch and was just like so excited that I was home and was just like jumping around, sat down and just like, you know, wiggling his ass and everything. <laughs> it's just funny. So I got him to calm down. He's sitting there <laughs> and I'm just playing on my phone and I was like, something smells. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, I think it's his breath. I was like, but I'm also, I was like, I'm also probably like super, I smell things a lot since, mm-hmm. you know, pregnant. Um, I was like, maybe I'm just being super sensitive. Like he just has stinky breath, whatever. So Justin gets home and he comes in and he's like, man, he's like, is that his breath? It smells so bad. And I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I thought I was just being crazy. And he was like, I'm going to go get him. We have these little like greeny like bones mm-hmm. that help with their, yeah, their breath. And so he's like, I'm going to get him one of these. So we ate it. And then it like it still smelled and we were like oh my god like what is wrong with his breath <laughs> how is it worse now? And so like we got up and went to our bedroom and like justin was like getting out of his work clothes and changing into like sweats like i do every day too um and he was like god like our room smells in here he's like what is wrong and so then i started to think i was like is that is that his breath i was like do i smell is am i like and is it me and i'm over here like am I the sniffing my armpits like everything and i was like oh my god what if it's me and i was like it smelled so bad i was like what is happening and then we started to think oh my god is something dead like it smelled so bad We're like it's like what oh, what is no. happening so justin's like in our bedroom he's like i swear it smells worse in the bedroom than it does in the living room he's like on the floor like looking behind things he's like are we gonna find like a dead rat I'm like i don't know what's happening and so oh, i've been gosh. down and i smell copley's breath and I'm like, it is not his breath. Like it's his breath is bad. Like, but it's not like, that's yeah, not, the it's smell. not that bad. Yeah. And I'm like smelling him. I'm like, I can't smell it on him. Um, so they go back out in the living room and like, it's still smelled in the living room too. And I'm like, this is so bizarre. I look down, there's like this, this teeny little liquid spot on the floor. And I was like, did he pee? It's like, surely his pee doesn't smell that bad. I bent down and smelled it. And it was, I was like, Oh, that's it. That's what it was. I was like, it's something, something came out of him. We realized it was his anal glands. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's so it weird. Was, Usually big dogs don't have problems with their anal glands. Because like, we're, we're pretty positive that's what it was because. That had to have been it. It was like, cause I, we, I, so then I got a paper towel and like Clorox wipes and stuff. And it was a clear, it was a clear liquid. And I was like, so Justin's like Googling clear liquid coming out of dog. And it all, it came back and it was like, it has a they're like you know it's an anal gland if it has like a distinct like fishy smell and it was like that's what it smells like it smelled like rotten fish like it was so gross and he was like so (laughs) embarrassed and I was like well crap so we need to go get him his like anal glands like whatever they do to like yeah yes and so we're setting an appointment to take him to the groomers but I just took him to the vet on Saturday not that they look at that stuff but for his like yearly checkup and all was fine but anyways so oh it was my pit is just, I had to clean up my dog's anal gland juice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it doesn't get much worse than that. You will be a great mom. <laughs> I know. Justin was like, this is just preparing us for what's to come in the next four months. It's like, that's true. Yeah. So that's my pit. My long, my long pit. That's pretty gross. Yes. I, that would be my pit too. Okay. What's your juicy peach? Um, my juicy peach is that I'm feeling my baby more, which is kind of fun. That's like, mine I, too. <laughs> I like, I, I thought I first felt him around 14 weeks, which I know is kind of early. And I asked my OB, I was like, is that too early? And he's like, ah, yes and no. I mean, you yeah. know, some people do. So, but like now I know that's what I was feeling because it was very, very faint. And I'm like, I don't know what else I would be. Yeah. And now it's like, and I feel him more when I'm like laying on my stomach because I, I just, I always lay on my stomach and I'm soaking it up for as long as I can before I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So, 
but like, yeah, like I've noticed like after meals, like he's really active and yep. kicking and stuff. And like when I lay on my stomach, I can feel him moving around. So it's just kind of fun. Like yes. knowing that he's there. So that was mine too. And I told Justin, I was like, it's probably going to get annoying. Cause like I could feel him probably starting around like 16 or 17 weeks, like very like lightly but uh-huh. now within the past week it's t- turned into like full-blown like I can tell it's like him either kicking or him like punching or like something and he turned like he was very active when we had my uh, anatomy scan so I'm like mm. I know it's him and it's like distinct like kicks to where like when you put your hand on your stomach like you can feel it and I had Justin feel it last night it was really cool he was like oh my god like it's so <laughs> weird um but it's to the point where it's so constant it's also starting to get annoying yeah <laughs> so um, but I told Justin too, I was like, I, I was like, it's starting to get annoying, but if it were to ever stop, like I'd start to have a panic attack that something was wrong. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to enjoy it while, while I can. But yeah, my, my peach was the, yeah, just, just being able to feel it is so bizarre. I'm not to the point where I can see it yet. Like I think some people like as their bumps get bigger, they can see it. And like, I, I still don't really have like a bump. It, so yeah, but I, I for sure do it. And my boobs within the past like three weeks have just exploded. I already have big boobs, but they've exploded to the point where like my, I can't, I have to buy new bras. Like oh, it's man. bad. Um, but my, my sp- boobs have stayed the same. I'm just like thick. Like my waist is just thick. Like I just have expanded. I just like, I don't know. Like I have like this pooch, but it's just not bump. Like <laughs> it'll get there. It's not cute. Yeah. Mine like, over the past like starting when I was about like when I was in Colorado it's just it came out of nowhere to the point where like my belly button's like almost gone oh wow yeah it's 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 really weird it's like it's starting to like because it's gonna I don't know if it's at some point gonna like pop out to an Audi but it's like I don't I really hope mine doesn't I know it's like it's (laughs) I'm like I know it it freaks me out just thinking about it but anyway so um okay well I guess I don't have anything else to say. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, just I'm just excited next week. Maybe a little bit of a longer episode just because I'm excited to talk about love is blind too, but Me too. Me um, too. reminding everyone to find us on social Instagram and Twitter at peachy podcast and our phone number. I believe I have it finally memorized 972-885-9361. And with that, we will see everybody next week. Bye. Bye.